Happy 2024 and welcome to another episode of Chiefs Clash! As always, we're releasing this one on the last Sunday of the month, but this time it's also last day of 2023. So uh, while it may really seem that um, as if our target audience is made of people browsing LinkedIn instead of getting dressed for the New Year party, we do know some individual uh, uh, with like friends and such and social life. So for these uh, viewers, let me just uh, remind you uh, of an ancient Moroccan cure for hangover. Listen to the podcast. So um, I welcome you all to uh, wake up to my lovely accent on January 1st. Uh, now let me introduce this lovely bunch. Today we are having with us, first of her name, D. Sasha. How are you today, dear? I am so well. Thank you very much. Recovering from Christmas. <laughs> How is it to celebrate uh, a sunny Christmas? I mean, you know, for a Jewish guy, that's a vacation. So, I mean, it's time at the beach, kids swimming in the pool. It's amazing. It's like your best holiday and Christmas combined. Yep. Uh, that's a whole new meaning for uh, a floating device uh, shaped like uh, Rudolph, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, also with us, the one and the fun, Michael Shahanian in Yerevan, right? Indeed I am, indeed. And you know what it is to celebrate Christmas in Yerevan, right? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I... But it's, it's like... not Christmas yet, right? No, it's not. But like still, you know, like everybody are like getting ready and like it's still going on if you go over the city. I mean, we're missing you here badly. And yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, imagine like 300 relatives all are waiting for you in different places. So <laughs> relatives, Yeah, and then some friends. <laughs> um, and last, the mother of two dragons. How many dogs you have? One. One, Just okay. One. <laughs> but but he's, he's a beast. Yeah, he, he's an uh, absolute asshole, as I like to describe him, you know. He does <laughs> not tolerate any other dogs, which is the main reason why I don't have more. Okay, we have with us, Elena. Thank you very much for finally joining us, being able to join yes. us. Um, for you in Bulgaria, I, I mean, for, for all of us Southern people, Bulgaria is like the North Pole. So, <laughs> not quite actually. Uh, for the last five or six years, winter, especially in my city, Plovdiv, have been uh, well, last year in Christmas it was 25 degrees, which is like what? And I mean, Celsius, not Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you literally have us on the opposite <laughs> ends of the world. Yeah, exactly. And it's so it's sunny and it's yeah. warm. It's yeah. great. You like Christmas personally? Me? Oh, um, yes. And December is my favorite month of the year. Firstly, because of my birthday, and second of all, because of Christmas. So when you combine both of them, I get presents. So, 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 um, uh, as boistic of you. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> um, guys, let's jump right to it. First question. So I would like to hear from you because we're a professional, serious firm that is broadcast to your uh, business um, network on LinkedIn. What's your best achievement from the past year? And I want to hear 
one personal achievement, one business-related achievement. And of course, if you've epically failed on not meeting your resolution for the year from exactly one year, 12 months ago, feel free to share. Michael, let's begin. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it's kind of funny. I mean, I never had the resolutions for a simple reason, especially after Ukraine war started. I mean, I, I start thinking like, how I can resolute something where uh, my predictability horizon is like something about 30 minutes or something like that. Mm. So, uh, there are certain things and like, as you know, like in Armenia and Israel, so all that stuff leads us to a different type of thinking, uh, which I was initially was not understanding very well. And now I understand it through my skin that you try to do whatever you are doing as best as you can, no matter how much time you have. So uh, I think that was the reason we very much succeeded with Oddsgate extremely well. In, uh, in one year, we are like one of the biggest, I would say, consultancies running several operators in Brazil, like more than 20, et cetera, et cetera. And the other stuff is also going very well. I mean, my other projects like OneFun, Adera, RealLabsLots, everything went well because we you just have like, I don't know, a, a focus and that focus should be like extremely, extremely well done. Elsewise, it won't go. If you don't do it now, then it will not go. Uh, that's actually one of the things I learned this year personally myself, because before, you know, like you, you read like a lot of samurai books and they are telling you about that things are changing, you should be ready for change. And I was being like a gel consultant for years, but one thing when you are doing it, like I would say like by book and the other thing, when you learn on your skin and it never goes, <laughs> that's what I did actually. <laughs> a bit of a reality check for you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Sasha? For me, on a personal note, I'll probably say standing on stage at a couple of conferences for the first time, I wasn't expecting that to be part of this year. And actually enjoying it was quite something and quite empowering, which I wasn't expecting to happen. And work-wise, I would say... I started with Slotbox where I'm now in March and we got them to be in the top list for uh, nominees for Ask Gambers Awards, which is really great for Top Casino. Sadly, we didn't win, but I think in a short space of time that did us some really good exposure or got us some really good exposure rather. Um, and that kind of just took off from there. We tripled the traffic in a couple of months um, and the casino is doing really well. So I think for a year um, that would was good going. Um, personally, I had set a personal goal to uh, try win an award somewhere, which I didn't crack the nod yet, but I'm a nominee for um, IGV London, so we'll see how that goes. And not winning is not a bad thing. It just means that you still got to just work harder and improve your skills and focus on where you're dropping the ball and just kind of growing your own skill set. So not winning is not a bad thing. It just means you've got to go back to the drawing board. Absolutely agree. And you've managed to triple the traffic, you're saying, in less than a year? Yeah. You must have an excellent affiliate manager. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Elena, hit me. Uh, this was the question I was dreading the most, to be honest. Because I <laughs> this honestly... is the one. Get out of my face. This is the one. 
Yeah, but nothing's wrong. I know. No, I just genuinely hate talking about myself, mainly because I didn't set any goals. But uh, to be fair, the year has been a bit of up and down for me professionally and personally. So uh, I did write about 10,000 notes and picked the two best. So on a personal side, I think my greatest achievement was rescuing a tiny little dog that was left outside in 40 degrees with a, a wound on her belly. Uh, she's healthy now. She has a home and she is a crazy dog. Just like she's absolutely mental. <laughs> but And your uh, uncle is taking care of her, right? Sorry, yeah, my uncle is taking care of her. Yeah, that, that's right. We we regularly go and see her. We take her out for like a day. It's like a, a child of divorced parents and just uh -huh. spoiling her constantly. But no, she's very happy and she's adorable. I'll send you pictures if you want on a later stage. And when it comes to a professional goal, uh, well, it's my first job in B2B night gaming. So it, I had a very big expectations for myself, which crumbled drastically because it has nothing to do with VIP, but at the same time, it's very sim uh, similar. So um, managing to bring Revo to Bulgaria is quite a big achievement for myself. So I think this is, this is the best one. This one takes the cake for 2023. Very nice. Um, for me, I would say that uh, business-wise, uh, it, it just materialized in the past few weeks, two weeks or so. Um, we had uh, we have a new client, um, a new project that I actually don't know who they are. The initial lead, the commercial agreement, signing the documents, and owning the the consultation is not done by me or hasn't done by me. And that was um, an excellent, um, uh, how can I say? This was what I was expecting of 2023 to be able to uh, build a company that is a company, not just, you know, by Shachar, uh, next to Shachar. Uh, let's not get into harassment of like, you know, below Shachar or above Shachar, but in the proximity of Shaha. Um, uh, so that was, yeah, that, that was, I think, the, the key. Uh, and since it's my company, then probably personal and, and business related, I would say, together. Um, cool. Uh, next, are you guys heading to ICE, London, IGB, in February? In February, sorry. Um, do you have uh, any plans you're willing to share or are you exhibiting any thoughts on the old London Barcelona thing? Elena, since you, you were yeah. uh, getting I was religious. I my fingers, you know, because I wasn't sure. Uh, to, to be absolutely transparent, it's not 100% confirmed, but you may see me in London at ICE. Um, with Revo, uh, we, we will not be exhibiting this year. And to be honest, I think that's kind of the better thing because that way I get to, you know, invade everybody's personal space at the conference and just ask, hey, have you met us? You know, what you should be doing at a conference. But I'm very excited to see it. Uh, it will be my first ICE. Uh, and said to be the best of them all, you know. Well, it's the last one in London, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the last one in London. Excited, actually, for Barcelona. 
if you think about it, because it's a bit warmer there. London this time of year is a bit cold. But here's the thing. I, I cannot think of... We had one ice in April. It, it wasn't that. It was... Like, ice yeah. is free your butt outside when you're catching a cigarette, you know, at the next to the doors and everybody's just freezing. That's that, that's ice uh, to me. It's in the name, right? <laughs> yeah. Michael? I guess I will, actually. I didn't decide it yet. Uh, we're not going to have any stand because I don't see any reason for that with our major focus in Brazil and all that stuff. But we are going to be exhibited in uh, SBC and uh, Sigma, Rio and um, Ooh, nice. uh, Sao Paulo. So, yeah. And I'm super happy that SBC is coming to Portugal to Lisbon. So I didn't. I don't need to travel. You will come see me there. <laughs> Can't be happier to host you there, Sasha. So I'm going to see you at the at the awards. Yes. Oh, you are definitely going to the awards. I'm quite excited about that. So I'll definitely be at ICE. We're not exhibiting this year. Um, we're still quite a small casino. Um, and I quite enjoy being able to be free and go walk around and chat and network with people. I find it really limiting being stuck. Saying that, though, I know my account manager would feel happier at a stand. So maybe it's something we'll look at going forward. But for now, we're still going to be free agents and enjoying everyone's cocktails. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. We're the best of it, you know. <laughs> decision. It, it, it has a beauty. I, I've been both exhibiting back with GVC before you guys were born. Um, and um, uh, as a consultant, of course, I was uh, going, uh, roaming the, the floor. It's it's challenging, but but it has a beauty to it. I, I, I enjoy it. And um, and yes, you cover more, more square meters this way. Um, okay, let's look even beyond ice. Say that we are having this call again on December 29, 20, uh, 2024, meaning last Sunday of next year, how would you estimate the industry uh, is going to change? Are we still going to talk about the same topics, Brazil and Curaçao and uh, all of that? Are any of you going to be filthy rich and host this podcast on a personal yacht? Um, just, you know, Sasha, you begin. I think we all hope we're going to be filthy rich by this time next year. <laughs> um, but I think that what's happening that's kind of a bit scary for all of us is just how so many markets are being legalized and quite quickly. Um, I think that's making us all quite a bit nervous. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, I've been talking to operators and the cost of players is really, really astronomical. And that's making it really hard for casinos to make profit. So in the affiliate space, you see, for example, where Black Hat PPC is coming in to play for a CRM, you guys will know this, those players behave quite differently to normal behaviors. And for me to try and work that out with my CRM team is going to be a big focus for the year. Um, and just kind of trying to kind of engage with players, keep them more, which is not my job at CRM, that's where you guys have the expertise, but also just trying to make it more profitable with getting the players in and then trying to keep them and kind of learning where that sweet spot is with regards to building campaigns and then keeping our players. Yes, and, and I love the fact that you let your emotions out and you said we all dread regulations. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we dread them. No, uh, so 
Growing up when, you know, in the industry, when still the US was free market for everybody because there was nothing, and not even Italy back at like, I don't know, was it the medieval times? So um, uh, yes, I, I'm used to working in a non-regulated uh, landscape. That's, that's my uh, go-to. But, but now as consultants, uh, I mean, we, we work with, with both ends with super white, clean um, uh, companies, uh, US regulated with, uh, by the state and everything. Uh, and we do have clients that are, you know, the Coruscant operators of the world. Um, it's, it's different. I can't say which one I like, uh, I like more. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, so, it's easier to work within the regulation. It's, it's easier to operate within a fully, uh, uh, how can I say? You know all the boundaries, okay? So everything is set. It's 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 somewhat easier, yet it's not as fun. So, so I mean, I live in Africa. Um, we've just opened up to Africa, to South Africa. But because I live here, I get a lot of questions about the casino markets and how it operates, and it's extremely different to anywhere else in the world. And South Africa has been a key topic in the casino industry for a long, long time. Um, so for personal focus for me, that's where I want to spend a lot of time this year, just because I find it so interesting and because the rules are so flexible and interchangeable. So I'm hoping that by this time next year, I'll be an expert in the South African market and I have a lot to share. Okay. It's an interesting so space to play. You are booked for 29th of December. Elena. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, now this is your time to shine, okay? Now, now I, that is true. And this that is, like, is true. So don't don't make any mistakes. So filthy rich, obviously. Yacht, maybe not. Maybe a cabin in the woods. That sounds a bit better, don't you agree? I, I mean, I, that's was, in, I was in the Navy, so... <laughs> so yes, I'm fully uh, with you. <laughs> uh, when it comes to 2024 in the iGaming space, I, I mean, right now we're living... Uh, in a, some type of a wild, wild west when it comes to eye gaming, if you think about it, because you have the Curacao side being a lot more regulated, then you have new markets being regulated, but at the same time, you have uh, an explosion of gray markets or black market casinos as well. So it's a fun time to be alive. Uh, as a provider, though, it's a bit complicated because um, it's easier to have one license through them all, for example, like Curacao, but at the same time, every single region requires different certification. So you have to be a bit more selective on where you actually want to go. Uh, but it's still very interesting to see the whole industry change. It's a living thing. So it's ever evolving and it's quite fun. It is fun. Actually, I don't think I could have done anything else. For, I was I was talking about the Navy. That's the, the, the other job I've lasted that long, meaning that long, three years. But... I, I haven't lasted anywhere more than a few months, a couple of years. Only iGaming. It's just yeah, it, it takes I just a certain. Cannot find person. a way out. That's the only reason. I, I think in every single job description where you find for iGaming, you have to be a little bit crazy to fit in here. <laughs> it, it's a special type of craziness because everything changes so quick, and you need to adapt so quick, and it's it's exciting. It is. It's um. Yeah, it, it's there's passion, okay? Yeah. True, so true. 
So, the the guru <laughs> of poker, Michael. Well, actually, uh, from my side, I think I would not be able to stop talking about Brazil for a couple of years. I hope to speak yes, Portuguese well enough. You know <laughs> that you haven't stopped talking about Brazil. <laughs> Especially having it regulated a few days ago, a couple of days ago. Let's see how it will go. I mean, it's like we need to constantly adapt. A lot of fun, a lot of fun is expected. But what's interesting, what 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 we see and we need to adapt our approach to things is that we, a lot of uh, big operators start looking around. And some were even interested to go outside of Brazil, like not Latam, but seriously outside because they grow so, so big. And now they are gathering like a lot of knowledge there. So probably we'll see other side of the things like not big operators going to Brazil and like trying to set themselves there, like Parimaj, Betano and some other guys. But we will see also new guys like from Brazil going back to Europe or to say, I would say grayish markets and set themselves there, which would be super interesting to watch. Uh, and they will be, let, let's see what will happen with regulation, especially with us like uh, having this, um, I would say uh, restrictions brought by uh, changes in Curacao. Let's see what will happen with game providers because obviously like some will start, some start accepting Anjuan licenses to make everybody's life easier. Some still uh, trying to get rid of it. Let's see what, will, let's see what will happen. But what I really, really love and we are all used to this is like constant adaptivity. And in order to get that adaptivity keep going into your company, I think you need to try to induct some self-organizational matters so you will be able to like react to things as fast as possible. So that's what we see as our own challenge because we grow as Nalsgate, like we grow from, I say, five, six people team to now about 70 something within a year. And uh, it, it it was massive change for us personally as well, especially after war and all that stuff. But I mean, we've, we've been lucky to have a partners like we have now, which are like uh, helping each other all the time and contributing their time, et cetera, et cetera. It was like, a, it, this year was absolutely amazing for us. And uh, that, that actually was, uh, I think that environment and that like, the way we work together was contributed massively to the to, to, to success we had, actually. So see, I'm promoting myself as much as I can. <laughs> that is inspiring. Um, do you think poker is going to, to become, you know, important again? I hope so, actually. We are like now we're running obviously sports book and casino everywhere. We don't see much asking about uh, poker, unfortunately, because everybody thinks that it's being taken already by GG or poker stars over there, right? Having like massive investments there. Mm -hmm. But who knows? I mean, actually, from what we see, we see a lot of like big operators starting from like super local little operations. Uh, working in particular state or even I would say even in particular city growing so massively so they they like start looking as I told to outside world which is absolutely amazing that is very interesting actually is there a room for um, something that 
least happened in e-commerce uh, or in the Silicon Valley scene a few years ago, which called uh, So Low Mo, Social uh-huh. Local Mobile. Mobile. So is there a place for such adaptation in our industry? Interesting. Okay. Uh, let's end with our um, legendary segment. I've just dubbed it legendary. Fit that into a tweet. So I'm going to begin a question. You're going to complete the sentence and everything must fit within 140 characters. So, yeah, you all look anxious. Um, Counting symbols like this. (laughs) (laughs) Put one out. (laughs) I need to type. (laughs) Elena, I don't want my colleagues to know that this Christmas I... Didn't have a sober day. <laughs> okay. Where's your drink? Uh, what's my drink? Um, I, I'm Bulgarian. We drink anything. Like we're <laughs> born, and instead of milk, they give us rakia. So. Oh, I love rakia. I have uh, bulgas. So we're gonna be drinking. What happened? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> there you um, go. Let's just say that it's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's less great, so. <laughs> Fantastic. And Sasha? That um, I didn't check my Skype once. Not once. <laughs> it's the first time ever. Okay. No, yeah. that's obscene. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. And uh, Mikael? I don't want my colleagues to know that this Christmas, I? I was hiding from everybody except my family. <laughs> that was my case. Okay. <laughs> At last. <laughs> so, I have uh, my own sentence, but I, I I apologize in advance. It's 141 characters. And I can remove the excl- exclamation mark. I don't want my colleagues to know that this Christmas I've had f- a few cocktails at a sunny golf course. Fuck it, I want them all to know it. So... <laughs> you deserve yeah, it. that's a good thing. <laughs> you deserve you know, it. Hashtag golf. <laughs> I actually, I don't play golf, but as much as, uh, like, I don't ski, but I do go to ski lodges because they have excellent booze. So, there you go. <laughs> exactly, me too. <laughs> no skiing, no golf. I, I, I like the local um, uh, touch. <laughs> that each uh, extreme sport can offer to, to me when it comes to alcoholic uh, consumption, yes. Especially uh, golf, the most extreme yeah. sport of all. Of course, you can end up, you know, talking with, you know, with someone that looks like me for four hours. That's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. You know what? Uh, if if I come to ICE, which is about 70% confirmed, I'm going to bring you a rakia just so you can have it. So much. Good stuff. I will bring you the Israeli Arak, if you know what it is. No, yeah. but I'm very excited about it's that. like variation of Uzo. Ooh. Uzo. Very good. It's same 40 degrees, Shah. Sorry? It's, it's 40, 45 degrees. What? In uh, in the, Israel. Right now? No. Right now it's 20, 25. No, 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 no. no. I mean, the, the, the percentage the of, of alcohol. Oh, percentage of alcoholic uh, of Arak. Yeah. It's uh, it's between thirty and forty. Oh, okay. Okay. Great to know. <laughs> uh, it's it's all the Mediterranean countries have their own version of anise-oriented um, uh-huh. 
olive drink. So in, uh, it could be Arak, it could be, um, you remember in Turkey how they call it? Um, it could be Uzo, all of this. So, Uzo, yes. Yeah, so it's nice. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining uh, this recording on uh, not an easy week, but I trust you uh, to live long and prosper. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, Shahar. Have a great Bye. time. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing <laughs> you, new year. And um, really, love you. Lechai. Love you. Cheers. 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 Right. How do you say in Afrikaans? Or is there a term? Question. It's been a while. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> but do you speak Afrikaans? I used to when I was in school, but my mom's Dutch, so I get confused between the two all the time. Yeah. I see. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Afrikaans and Dutch is very similar. Yeah. Uh -huh. So probably in the industry, I spend more time in Amsterdam than I do around Afrikaans people in South Africa. I yeah. see. And you, how do you say, you've been Portugal, how do you say cheers in Portuguese? Saudosh. Taudo. Taudo. That's on Bulgarian? Portuguese. Bulgaria is Nazdrave. It's like, like Nazdravle, right? Nazdravle. Well, uh, Ukrainian and Russian are very similar. Uh, I yeah. think they call it Nazdarove. Bulgarian is a bit more harder, so we go Nazdrave. <laughs> Actually, in, in Serbian, it's Nazdravle. With yeah, the... just, Serbia is very similar to, to yes. us. I used to live there for a year. Really? <laughs> in that great, yeah. Well, I'm, very <laughs> I'm, I'm actually planning to come to Bulgaria. We'll see probably April to see my partners over there. Okay, Isn't so it? I'm expecting a call from you? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. <laughs> it's a date. Good stuff. <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> actually, we are, I think we have your content integrated, Riva. Really? Yeah. Well, I purposely decided not to do research in, uh, today because I didn't want to stalk you guys and just bombard you with questions. Do you want to start working with us? But if you don't, I'd be happy to, you know, assist you <laughs> yeah. in getting some great games. Just think of me as the guy on the corner. Just like, do you want any games? <laughs> I have some games here and some games here. <laughs> Start an aggregation. <laughs> yeah, we have aggregation as well. We know we have everything. Nice. The first, the first chips clash deal. I'm very proud of it. That's See? it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give you credits. <laughs> you did, after the of you, the after executive producer and designer. Yeah. <laughs> Just at the bottom. So first you do a deal with people you don't know who you're doing a deal with. Like I need to ask you that. Going back to what you're talking about. Sorry, sorry. I'm no, saying Shaha, you said earlier you've signed a contract with people you don't even know. How does that work? Yeah. It it just happened. Like one of the one of the girls at marketing went to a conference in Yerevan. She met yeah. a, she met a lead, and then the head of marketing from the US managed the entire discussion. And um and then uh, she simply copied me on her request to the head of operations if he can allow the resources and the uh, 
And do we have the knowledge for these platforms in the organization? And the answer that yes, and it's okay. And then she said, okay, like this is started, just sign it. And it's working. And without knowing the person a little bit. Blind marriage. I don't if 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 it's working on its own, then it's better. That way you wash your hands off and you, you don't know what's happening, but it's working. No, no, no. I don't want this to become really a, 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 an independent uh, entity. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have too many years here. It's <laughs> I'm fucking old. I'm so, so oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, this needs to... There, there's some torch tossing. Yeah. Uh, Burning villages. I don't know. We'll do something with the torch. We haven't decided yes. yet. <laughs> you mean with regards to your team being set up that they can manage and lead themselves and they get to that point of growth. It's a really cool place for you to be that you know you've done a great job of empowering your team and that things can go on. Yeah, it's it's just like that. It's it's um it's it, it, this is the pinnacle of, of the efforts, okay? So so yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. Cool. I'm stopping. Uh...